Winged Podcast, GooseDigital.com. Who do we have? This I always, I always forget. Michael Turksani. Michael Turksani. Michael Turksani. We, 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 part, we partook in a few beers. Uh, we're banging these out. Michael's, uh, Mike, Michael, Michael Turksani. I always forget my own name. I'll turn it over to you to give your, little, give your intro here. All right. Hey, guys. Cincinnati's uh, nicely upticked in the last few years. They've got a waterfront now. They have a Starbucks. Why is that? Like, what would you say are some of the key drivers? Is it that things have changed so much in the last five years? Let's talk about what to look for. Because you're talking about failure, which go, is great. Can we, can we do something like this? Like, do you, how much of that do you get? His beer is going to go. We'll, we'll wrap it because we've been, we've been, we've been on, this yeah. has been very good. <laughs> Bring on the newbies. Okay, and uh, everybody's always nervous when they when they come on the podcast. They they get a little butterflies in the tummy. How are you doing? Yeah, we appreciate your business, but it's been uh, a great opportunity to work with you guys and, and for, with with you specifically. And thanks for being on on the podcast today. Welcome, welcome to uh, oh Michael Turksani. I always forget that. <laughs> and no, but yeah. Well, there you go. Welcome to episode one. To episode two, episode three, four, five, episode six, episode seven, episode eight. Welcome back. Episode nine. Wait a sec. Hold on. We gotta do that again. I don't know what episode we're on. Ten. Episode eleven. Twelve. Episode fourteen. Fifteen. Seventeen. We think it's episode twenty. We don't know if this is gonna go okay or if people can hear us. Twenty-one. Twenty-two. Twenty-three. I mean, that was a little bit of a joke on the intro. Welcome back. Wing It Podcast, GooseDigital.com. Who do we have? Robin Kroll. Kevin Butler. Jen Pugsley. Michael Turksani. Okay. Welcome, guys. It's been a very busy week. Yes. How's everyone feeling? Tired. It was a late night last night. Um, busy week. Burnt. Just a little, little burnt out, <laughs> a little bit burnt well, out. Well, we had a fantastic customer event last night. We did. That was really fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at the office. That was a good one. And then we had a webinar. We had a webinar, yeah, also at the office. We had a lot going on One of our great clients uh, from the Hall Group, Nancy Costa. She did yep. an excellent job. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we also uh, were uh, beaten in, in uh, foosball, foosball by oh, Nancy. Man. Also by Olivia. Yes. By so Nancy and Olivia, yeah. And uh, Raptors had their parade. So yeah. hopefully we get some some theme song going at the beginning and um, and that we already did because that was good. A big week for it. marketing automation and basketball. Right. Yeah. Right. All right. So we're here to go through. What do we say? Why not start with marketing automation? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. so the idea we had a we had a well we often are in deals where people have a little collection if you want to call that a look a little smattering. A little, uh, a little smorgasbord of, uh, of, of tech, of tech, <laughs> yeah, of tech tools, right? Between email, between landing pages, mm-hmm. between some testing, mm-hmm. some heat mapping, mm-hmm. analytics, some analytics, some list stuff. So then, and they get to a place where they've got all this stuff going, and and now they're ready to, to sort of, well, they've hit a bunch of limits, and now yeah. they they know they need to kind of get into something, and then they're learning about marketing automation. So we were thinking. Right. You know, why wouldn't you just start with a platform if you were getting serious into digital, if you were ready to make spend some money? Uh, should you just continue to go down that road of using a little collection of tools until you, or, or are you actually leaving money on the table by not 
starting with that. So we thought we'd explore that topic a little bit. Oh, can I weigh in first? Yeah. So I think it's two things. One, it's the longer you use, we'll just call siloed pieces of tools, Mm -hmm. um, the more you're going to get used to that, the harder it's going to be later on Mm -hmm. down the road. But I think there's a level of opportunity cost where it's, if you don't have the ship right, righted Mm -hmm. from the start, then you're forever going to be slightly off course and slowly but surely get farther and farther away from the goal. So why wouldn't you start with marking automation right away? Mm-hmm. I think it's also a bit of a, let's say, a strategic planning kind of thing. So, you know, if you're starting off in a business and if you're only thinking, okay, this is what I'm doing in the first six months of the first year, and you might think, well, I'm just going to invest a little bit, test it out, see how things go, then you might try this smorgasbord of, um, of tools and, and uh, platforms to see how it goes. But that's really quite short-sighted. So if you have a bit of a longer-term vision and say, if I really want to invest to make my business successful, mm. I want to start off with having uh, the, the platforms and the tools that I need so that I, that I am having, you know, I, I am setting myself up for the best possibility of succeeding. So, and then you would start with a, so a couple of the platform. stats and then maybe we'll go back to some legit reasons why you wouldn't do mm-hmm. it, but then we can pivot mm-hmm. to yeah. mm-hmm. kind of coming back to doing it. So relevant emails drive, these are some stats that we have uh, collected across the, the marketing automation vendor landscape where they they've done a bunch of benchmarking over the years to compare themselves to um, email service provider single sort of email platforms with a collection of other things to their system and doing the similar function on their system where 18 per, 18 times more revenue than simple broadcast emails so relevant mm-hmm. emails that are personalized and targeted um, two times more effective in lead generation than batch and blast software that's another stat that was uh, put together by Epsilon. Um, 152% higher click-through rates than generic email newsletters. Mm-hmm. Uh, triggered emails have a 71% higher open rate mm-hmm. than regular email marketing. And then an increase in uh, sales productivity, 14% increase in sales productivity uh, thanks to marketing automation. This is from Adobe and 12% reduction in marketing overhead as a result of automated tasks. So, the, you know, there's all sorts of, I think, when you start to look at the um, the published uh, research that mm-hmm. really, really makes you believe, oh, well, we should be doing this. And if we are in that, you know, disparate system mode, well, you should be building a plan to sort of move to uh, a marketing automation platform. But we also know the other metrics that are out there. Maybe I'll turn it over. You kept spear this, spearhead this piece, like... 83% of people are looking to move platforms. Mm-hmm. I mean, we know that um, people mm-hmm. are not able to use enough of the platform. I can't remember the most recent mm-hmm. stats where um, maybe I'll let you talk a little bit about, you know, 98% of people agree they need it, but I think it was as low as 22% were feeling like they were actually leveraging the system enough. So I think there could be a world where if you're not ready to actually go make that strategic move mm-hmm. and staff up behind it, so we should talk a bit about what you should do to, to make that a reality, you will, it, it might actually be a disservice. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that's the, um, that's one of the sort of apprehensions on investing in marketing automation is do I really know what I'm going to do with it? And I think, I don't know, I, I would guess on the percentage, but I'd say there's quite a lot of organizations who bring in a marketing automation platform for the first time and they don't really have a robust, truly uh, documented roadmap as to mm-hmm. where they're going to or where they're going to mm-hmm. take the tool or where the tool is going to take them into 
we'll call digital marketing. And so then you're kind of using these complex systems for just batch and blast, right? Like that term broadcasting emails, right? It's right. just like kind of like whatever, it's generic, it's not great. And so I think that's where we're at with marketing automation. You need help, you need people who really understand these tools. And so you can see how it would be intimidating. You're like, I don't know, I need to engage my audience. Email is a legit channel. It's probably the most popular channel, certainly the most cost-effective one got to do it uh, I, I don't know and then you end up with mm-hmm. kind of like an esp as opposed to a marketing automation platform mm-hmm. but to be system. effective like so my argument with like the smorgasbord is that those aren't like to do those at scale too and to be really effective even on a, a really good mailchimp campaign using you mm-hmm. know unbounce or whatever that that's not that's not peanuts either that's a lot of work effort and that takes skill i actually think it could be more and exactly. the reason is, is because <clears throat> now you're manually like pulling data together mm-hmm. from the two systems, whereas mm-hmm. at least in a, what we call like a true marketing automation platform, at least it's there centrally and you can just kind of see one dashboard. Right. Yeah. I think part of it also is that that understanding that it's actually a lot more work when you're going to pull in, you know, the, these less sophisticated systems. I don't think that understanding is up no, there. No, it's up underestimated. Front, right? it's, I totally, you're right. It's underestimated. Yeah, right. And I think of the number of uh, people that I talk to or, you know, uh, businesses that I interface with and the type of communications that I receive. And I, I look at these emails and I think, wow, that is a missed opportunity mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. it's untargeted and unpersonalized. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of companies don't understand that just by sending out those emails, they're actually, there's this missed opportunity, right? So they're, they're, they're missing mm-hmm. these sales, these, they're missing, missing these growth opportunities, and, but they're not recognizing that they're missing the tools to allow them to actually look at that, look at those opportunities. Yeah, like why even do it in the first place? Why run an they, email campaign if, you know, it's going to be ten percent effective, you know, or even lower than that? And it's not personalized; it's missing the mark. It's mm-hmm. going to the wrong person, or yeah, not, could even, do, could, uh, not yeah. even hitting the inbox. So exactly, that, so but that's all this work effort and didn't even reach the person, right? It right. could do more harm than good in a way. Yeah, I think sometimes like. Like, I think marketers are guilty, I'm, I'm guilty as anyone, is sometimes you're like, in your head, you've got this plan, you've got these things you mm-hmm. want to do, and you're kind of just, you're going at them line by mm-hmm. line, you're not really thinking, like, strategically, about what is the role this is doing, you're just kind of like, I need to get an email out today, because it's uh, sure. 4th of July is coming up, or, or whatever, right? And mm-hmm. so, mm-hmm. you know, if we were to change the topic just a little bit, and go to maybe to, like, the next section of what we want to talk about, it's like, take a step all the way back and say, what's the role this is actually playing? in our mm-hmm. overall strategy and it, how aligned is it to the other things like we were talking about like web yeah it's really got to be like uh, for for us anyways i know especially for for mike and i we always kind of look at like a business starting from like it goes from like the website out mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and whenever we talk about even like a new product or service we're like well, how does that impact the sitemap on our website mm-hmm. but we're really closely aligned with the website and then the next step from there is things like marketing automation and crm mm-hmm. so Maybe that's a good segue into like, it's really, I think, got to start at the website. And if not, like, there's already gaps and silos. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. think I think if you, you know, if you're, I guess, to close off that last topic, why you wouldn't start with marketing automation might be that you are fall into that boat of just not having enough resources or maybe mm-hmm. the nature, and this might be harder to figure out, and that's why you'd want to like talk to a company like ours to sort of give you some advice. It might be that, 
there isn't a lot of value to be gleaned, even though the, the numbers suggest that, you know, you'll have better, you know, interaction rates. Um, maybe your business is just too small and, and there isn't enough there to mm-hmm. sort of really warrant the added investment. Right. Um, maybe the nature of your business is you're, you're not, you know, you can't really justify it from a, from an overall brand messaging. Maybe a lot of your business is still sales heavy and you haven't had the need to sort of bring it into a marketing lens. So you could probably get by with a more simplistic, you know, basic communication Mm -hmm. tool to start, you know, or, or the other thing, I think what you guys were talking about was that, um, you just don't have the, the resources, and you, but what you do have is someone that can pull together a basic campaign. I think if you if you know that going in, then as an executive that might be listening, then you know that well, I shouldn't expect the world. And I think that was today's meeting where, yeah, just some of the stats you just kind of right. They, yeah. And she recognized the people that were in recognized that yeah, we know we know that like we know that those systems are only are going to take us so far, and that's mm-hmm. good because sometimes you can have the opposite yeah. effect where. They will not move on, let's say, a marketing automation platform because they're like, oh, well, we tried email and it didn't work. Mm-hmm, to right. your point, Robin, it's like, well, yeah, but the way you were doing it was, wasn't was right. set up for success, right. right? But they know that now. It would be interesting well, to find out, rewind five years ago or let's say whenever they brought in the MailChimp like because I think there's still a big bucket of companies in Canada that still don't even know what marketing automation is so the first thing they're going to go to is well we know we need to deploy email we know we need you know to track our websites and 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 have some lead management over here so and you know we need landing pages so I think maybe are they even going do they even know marketing automation is going to be able to handle 90 five yeah. percent of the stuff that they need to do and so a couple of things jen i think you're right i think uh the the understanding of what marketing automation is what not from you know what you know what does this platform do but as in what are what are the benefits what are the gains mm-hmm. what are the opportunities I, I would agree that there is definitely a lack of of understanding um but i think also you know we've seen this if somebody you know we've seen companies if a certain uh, technology they have doesn't work instead mm-hmm. of saying well maybe it's the way we're using it mm-hmm. we, we very often see them saying well we're going to change that platform we're going to go to a, a different ESP or you know it, and that's not that's not really the problem yeah. right it's, it's mm-hmm. not usually the, the technology yes there are, there are definitely some platforms mm-hmm. that are better than others mm-hmm. but it's usually it's, it's how they're using right. it so that's so that's the challenge and you have to be able to recognize that as well mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's an important call out like I so rarely see or am involved in conversations where it like legitimately going to another platform solves the problem yeah. I know yeah and we were talking about that with one of our brokers in their broker management system. And, yeah. you know, they're just making so many strides to utilize what they have versus jumping to the next shiny object that they're going to exactly. have a bunch of problems with. The, same, well. the same problems the might same exist. Problems, right? So, so yeah. Or a different set of problems. Or, yeah. Sorry. Exactly. Yeah. So we have, um, you know, a good point. It all starts from the website. And I think that if you're why to do it, then I guess like, why wouldn't you do it? I think if you were saying to yourself, okay, we can see that it's going to produce higher set of results. Um, if you start with it, let's talk about like what you're going to gain. And you Mm -hmm. talked about the website. And one of the things that we, um, will encourage a client to do is bolt the, the map platform on earlier on in the overall mm-hmm. journey because the data is collected yeah. mm-hmm. and you're just sitting on you don't you may not even know how to use it yet and that's that's okay yeah. but now you've got 
just reams of actionable data and, and insights that you can then plot your course Absolutely. for your next campaigns. Whereas if you've got a this system over here or that system over there, now to your point, you're pulling, trying to pull it all together and get a single set. And even if you could all do all that, it's going to be extremely difficult to really action it after the fact. Mm-hmm. Right. So, But if we're being really honest, part of the reason you have these siloed systems is in part because you didn't want to dabble in the more complex thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so how then you would you can go about pulling together the data for right. a, like a, a a single view is just like it's just not happening so many marketers use marketing automation platforms as batch and blast systems mm-hmm. because they're not involving their own knowledge of yeah. how their programs could be improved looking at yeah. the data yeah but i would say that for somebody starting off it's better to do that but on a map platform, you'll be paying more to just batch and blast but than you, can you graduate. Would. But then you can graduate. Mm-hmm. And the good news is right. you've got this this actionable set of data now underneath it that you'd never have with another system Absolutely. to then be able to, you know, inch that into that way mm-hmm. forward, right? Yeah, definitely. So what other kind of core reasons to sort of, you know, get into map right out of the gate? I mean, obviously it's gonna be more money than yeah. probably a disparate ESP. Mm-hmm. So I think, you know, you're going to need to justify that. Probably complex. Actually, one of our clients that was in this week um, before the party talked about hindsight 2020. He would recommend every, anywhere he went and any anybody that asked him that you either get a full agency to completely manage the map mm-hmm. platform for you or be prepared to hire a strong body right. um, and and yeah. likely have a backup plan because those people tend to right. tend to turn over quickly. Well, I think if you look at uh, you know doing some forecasting, right? So even if you you know you start off with the system and you're just doing the the basics and you know you know some of the stats that you just kind of reamed off about um, the value add of having automated programs and and that impact on open rates, conversion rates, mm-hmm. the same thing with personalization. So if you start off and you say, well, I'm not doing any of that, and this is my this is my growth. These are my revenues, my average basket, all of those things. And they say, well, if we factored in that uptick, if I was using any of those tools and you could see what is the gap between how you're doing and how you could be doing, mm-hmm. that's sure. a great justification to saying, well, that's worthwhile, the investment of uh, investing in a map, right? Yeah. It's mm-hmm. another way to look at it. So. I mean, one of as you guys were talking, one of the things that I've been thinking about in this podcast is like how marketing systems and certainly marketing automation has sort of been relegated to the front end of the of the pipeline. Mm-hmm. Um, and that might be another reason to why wouldn't you go with Map right out of the gate? Would be to give you that sort of complete. Maybe you talk a little mm-hmm. bit about that, Kev, in terms of yeah. you know not just being able to sort of get rid of an unbounce and a few other you know, elements that are making up your lead generation strategy, but also being able to activate your sales touch point, that handoff between marketing and sales, but then also into your customer marketing, which oftentimes we expose people to that, well, hey, the same investment that you're making Mm -hmm. here can can plot a course downstream. I think um, when you look at adoption, let's just chunk it into three groups. It could be more, but we'll we'll try to keep it as simple as possible. You have... um, the lead lead generation like top of funnel and you have like your middle funnel so maybe it's like opportunity activation or support and then you, you'd have customer marketing and i think 
as a marketing community, we've defaulted to assigning marketing automation to the very top of the funnel, right? Mm -hmm. It's lead gen. It's just, mm -hmm. you know, snap in a HubSpot and 10,000 leads come in your way. Um, and I think part of that is like, it's the easiest thing to wrap our heads around. And as marketers, mm -hmm. it's a lot harder for us to try to think of ways um, in a personalized fashion to support opportunities, whether it's sales, putting up walls saying, don't talk to my opportunities mm -hmm. or whether it's marketers, they just don't know. Like I sat on a call the other day with a client of ours and they were explaining to a, another technology partner, their elevator pitch and it wasn't strong. And this is a marketer not able to actually articulate what their organization does. Right. And so that's a challenge. And then customer marketing, it's like, maybe there's, there's walls up there because the account team kind of owns right. that. Owns they, they don't know how to do it. And I think it's, right. it's hard. Right. And I yeah. think a lot of time these, these marketers, they've got a lot going on. There's a lot of expectations. Maybe they're not even measured or compensated against some of that stuff. It's just, just lead gen, lead gen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it sure. also requires like a deep knowledge in terms of your solution. What are you doing? What's the value prop and really being able right. to explain that, um, like strongly clearly that's hard right and so we, then we go back to okay but we know if we release a white paper and write 250 words about why it's a great white paper we can go and get 30 mm -hmm. leads right mm -hmm. it's funny it's a catch-22 and that is thinking of the stats that uh, mike just mentioned there wasn't anything in there about um you know retention rates yeah. um, <coughs> lifetime value um mm -hmm. reducing churn rates so right. none of those things so Yes, you, you. Based on that, of course, the focus would really be on on the top or even maybe the middle uh, of that funnel. So maybe that's right. you know there there isn't a lot because of the data, a lot of marketers yeah. are not are not using marketing automation platforms focus platforms to 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 focus on the customer and therefore as a result or as a selling point they're not there. Well, and even mm -hmm. we talked the other day about the efficiencies within. With the, the, the money, yes. the ROI on the efficiencies, absolutely the load off your front line that that the platform yeah. is actually taking on, right? That that's really interesting, and I'm wondering if those are things that um, are going to start to be surfaced more right. as as mm -hmm. there starts to be this evolution of companies that you know it's going to be a very small percentage that are getting to be a little bit more sophisticated in how they're using marketing automation platforms, and they're going to start looking more at customers or the efficiencies yep. and they're going to be able to surface those additional value adds we are seeing that too like when we talk about you know and it's revolving around things like marketing budget marketing responsibilities and just general scope it's becoming slowly but surely not just about new business development mm -hmm. but it's also about that end-to-end -end total revenue number mm -hmm. right and some of yeah. that's made up in new business some of it's existing but like until like the leading vendors with a lot of influence change their conferences from inbound to like yeah. journey. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like, exactly. we're going to continue to be in that. But I yeah. do think a lot of, a lot of it's because it's like, it's just easier to do that. And organizations yeah. have to support this whole shift and say like, no, actually you're accountable for the whole end to end. Absolutely. Piece. Yeah. And having, you know, I think one system to perform even that top or middle of funnel tasks, one system that allows you to go and, manage your landing pages and your lists and your emails and your media assets and, and you're getting the benefit mm -hmm. of all that reporting off of the one platform so you're not in your testing platform and your heat mm -hmm. maps having that all within a within the same box mm -hmm. it actually does save you time i mean absolutely like you're not like you said, no kev it's probably a there's things you can't do with it with a handful of systems because it's just not possible they don't integrate that well um not the same way as something under one mm -hmm. hood but b you know, it will be less work to launch those things. Yeah. Um, 
So I think that's that in of itself is a reason if like if you're going to be, you know, like going down this road and you're thinking about getting into many more campaigns, which was the conversation we had today. And they're about to pull the trigger on a landing page platform and Mm -hmm. they've already have, Mm -hmm. you know, three instances of this and a couple instances of that. And we're in, you know, we're like, okay, well maybe you guys want to slow down here and go this direction because this is going to give you that kind of three to three to five year platform underneath it versus um, Mm -hmm. having to do this again. When, like you said, when you were firing on 300, 300 K a year or even 30 K a year of lead gen dollars. Right. But to their credit, like, you know, we were talking about this before it generally stems from a a lack of knowledge of what these tools are capable of or, or an ability to create, um, like a strategic roadmap around how these tools will be used in Absolutely. your org. So yeah. they were they were asking questions today. We gave some thoughts and sort of insight into how we view it. And they're right away, you can see they're like, oh, yeah, okay, light bulb, light bulb this is on. how I would do this. And then yeah. all of a sudden it's like, boom, they've got probably the first 12 months mapped out within minutes of like, okay, thinking about it in that lens, this is how it would go. Yeah. And like, to mm-hmm. me, that, like, that hour meeting is worth... I couldn't even quantify, but that's worth a lot for them in terms of their trajectory of how marketing is going to go power their business. Exactly, yeah. Um, and yeah. I, I could, probably a lot of those stats that you rhymed off 10 minutes ago are going to be very real for what they're going to see given that new approach. Well, what we'll do is we'll, I think that kind of, you know, hammers the message home that yeah. you should highly consider going the direction of a map if you're if you're starting off. Like, why mm-hmm. wouldn't you start off with it was, I think, the topic that we mm-hmm. had kind of why brainstormed, yeah. right? So, and, and what we'll do is we'll link in the description. We'll have to, we'll have to throw this up on a blog, some of these stats. Yep. And, then, and then we'll link very that. Very valuable. And yeah. then you can, you know, you can peruse, you can peruse those. Okay. Smorgasbord of stats. You can peruse them, Alex. Yeah, that's pretty wordy In your spare time, Okay. Oh, he's got a lot of editing this weekend. Yeah, <laughs> he's gonna have fun with this. You're gonna have fun with this one, Alex. You got to throw a raptor in here somewhere. I don't know where. I don't have the logo though. Here, throw my hat up there. Yeah, thank you. Give me that. There you go. Mm. Boom. See that? Yeah, very important. See that? Golden very State. Important. Okay. Yeah, see that no, Golden State? No, it's not Golden State. No, I mean, <laughs> I'm telling, I'm, I'm telling oh, Golden State. Oh, okay, I thought, I thought you were perhaps a little bit unaware no, no, of what happened over the last couple I'm, months. I'm connected yeah, okay. with it, so right, Kawhi okay. Leonard and I are, you know, mm-hmm. he's going to be on the podcast next week. Mm-hmm. Next week, maybe we'll have a coactus. Yeah, okay. Because I love to say coactus. <laughs> I know. You All do. right, <laughs> that's enough. Thanks. <laughs> I'm not the one who's always right.